This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Damn these Biloxi Blues it happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine I have not Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway Does not know my name And I don't care No Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to keep there. Low budget live. I cut it off short. I cut it off short. This is the podcast for April the 11th. You bunch of low lifers. And I'm scrambling, scrambling, scrambling. It's been a nuts weekend around here, uh, to say the least. Uh, just, I'll, I'll leave it at this. Having middle schoolers, having middle schoolers is something that I don't think I was ever prepared for. <laughs> prepared for, and we've had some, we've had some middle school. Uh, y'all were young, and you know, you got some drama. You got some, you got some drama all the time, especially with them fourteen-year-olds. So we we've had us a weekend here at the uh, at the low budget live bar and grill. Uh, but we are going to start this one a little differently because of that. We're going to start with a guest. We'll get into all the sponsor stuff. I'm going, to, I'm going to ramble a little bit at the end, but this is a guy that I've wanted to have on for the last couple of weeks. He is a very good man. He is one of my favorites to talk to, and we are going to get him on the phone right now. He is your Red Crest champion. He is in second place right now out there at that heavy hitters, and he's got a day off today, and he is 
been gracious enough to let us bug him. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the most dramatic wins in a long time, Mr. Bobby Lane. Yes, it is. Bob, how are you, buddy? I'm wonderful, man. I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I was talking right before I, I called you. Everything crashed. I'm like, of course it did. Um, I'm like, Bobby's giving us some time today on his off day out there at Heavy Hitters, and I'm like, of course it crashed. So I appreciate you being patient with me. The listeners of this show are used to the fact that everything normally falls apart, though. <laughs> so, so nothing new, and uh, we're kicking off the show with a Bobby Lane interview. So. Dude, I mean, obviously things going well for you right now in life. You know, I got no complaints. Um, <laughs> Redcrest is still a daze to me, man. I, I really forgot about that I won Redcrest when I was out here practicing for heavy hitters until I'd idle past the anglers and they would be jumping on their boats, pointing high five, number one. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I, I practice like, I'm so the guy for this. Yeah. And I, and then it, I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'm the champion. And then today I've had several uh, interviews and in another podcast and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it's, it's back awesome. to reality again, but um, golly, it is. And I had a good day yesterday. Yeah, so you it's did. Just a, it's just a fun time, man. I mean, I'm in a, I'm in a good place right now. And dude, you've had these runs before in your career. We've seen it. We saw it, I believe, in like the Everstart days. We saw it in your tour <laughs> days. I mean, and then we saw it on we the Elite. We saw it last year. We saw it last year. I, I know. And, and dude, it's... Four it's, second plate or three seconds last it, year. I mean, it, unbelievable. I mean, consistency coming back on and fishing this new format. And then you get the big trophy, the 300K. And dude, I was staying with, uh, staying with my buddy, Justin Atkins. We were there at the Bassmaster Open at Cherokee and we came in and I'd been trying to keep up during practice and my services spotty um that Sunday we came in and his wife Tessa says you see Bobby did you, did you see and I was like well I saw he won and she's like no it was super dramatic and I'm like what do you mean she's like it was like last minute and so we pulled it up and we're watching we're like oh my gosh take the listeners and myself through <laughs> what was going through your mind dude as you you get three reways and it goes 115, 115, two pounds. Like, dude, I, what's going through your head in that moment? Yeah, knowing well, I'll that's back the it up. tournament. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm going to back it up just a little before <laughs> okay. that. I roll in the back of this pocket. Once I'm kind of starting to gain some confidence, I flip to a shallow log and I catch a 313. And I mean, the log literally had a foot of water on it. And then I go to the dock right in front of that log and catch a 6-3 with a three-foot mm -hmm. spread in the cables. That's the right. Fish Dramatic. Has to swim under my, the fish <laughs> has to swim under my boat for me to be able to get my line. Like, if it goes the other way, I can't get my line. It's just not going to happen. I, I mean, I'm not uh, Inspector Gadget. I can't just reach out there and get it. But uh, that's what kind of started. And right then, I started I started ticking and i'm like all right you gotta stay shallow you can do this you can do this so i i go back even further back in that pocket and i um i catch one they didn't show like a 213 mm -hmm. and a 25 and then i come around that corner with 14 minutes to go i catch a 2-1 and then we're down to this fish you know i got mm -hmm. four minutes to go and I, I i hang it under the dock and when i got that fish in i said god I, that thing has to weigh two pounds 
I put it on the scale and it immediately went to 115. Like it has to be this close to hitting two. <laughs> so I'm thinking on the reway, it's going to go to two and it didn't, it's 115. <sighs> and to this day, I'm telling you guys, I still don't know. I'd rather be lucky than good. And I'd rather have God on my side than anybody else. And there's some reason that fish went to two pounds is the reason I'm your, I'm your champion for the red crest. I've lived it and breathed it. And I got emotional today doing an interview and the emotions I gave after the win were as true as you'll ever oh, see. For I, sure, didn't, man. I didn't know for sure that I had won until the cameraman said it was official. And that's when I, I let out the red crest champion, but, um, it was meant to be guys. I'm telling you, I mean, I'm not saying you got to put your time in and you got to do the right things and blah, blah, blah. I've been down this a, a lot. I've congratulated a lot of winners and I've, mm-hmm. and I've watched them win and I've lost them and this and that. And when it, when it, your time, nothing can stop you from winning. And for that fish to hit two pounds um, and nobody else to catch one, it was my time to win. And of course, like you said, all the focus really in the broadcast and in the stories after that fish, but really that six pounder, I mean, like that's, a, that's probably obviously what won it for you. I mean, you catch a six that wraps you up in dock cables and swims out perfectly. You're able to get that dang fish in, but, but that fish with everybody weighing, you know, that, that was a question when all these, when, when that format started. And then even with like the, the Texas Toyota Bass Fest thing is like all these different scales, right? So you do get this, you got the guy, he's weighing them. They're not all weighed on the same set of scales. And you got stuff bouncing around and dude, only have three shots at it. And it takes that third one. I was sweaty yep. watching the replay and I already knew you won. Oh, man. <laughs> so I'm I can't imagine you, standing there staring at it. So yesterday I catch one. I said, I think this might go two pounds. I put it on the scale. It went 115. I put it on the scale. It went 115 to 114. I put it on the scale again. It went 115 to 114. And all I can think of at that given moment was, who cares if this thing weighs 114? The one I weighed two weeks ago went to two pounds. And that is all that matters. That's I'm right. going to catch some more today because I'm in a good mood and that's the way my day went. I ended up losing some and I ended up catching some more. So it was, uh, but I've seen it go the other way so many oh, yeah. times and, and very, very, not very often. And it actually went two one and then locked on two. Okay. So it went to two one. So that okay. thing, that fish was a legitimate. Oh, for sure. One, probably a two one to begin with. And for some reason, it didn't weigh until the third time, and it went to two even. So, And my thing is, I tell people this about professional fishermen such as yourself all the time. Like, if you call it a two-pounder, most of the time it's a two-pounder. Like, you guys handle a lot of fish over the years, We see a lot of fish. And And especially weighing them like that where you're weighing them individually, you're like, okay, this has got to be a two. I mean, you know the look, you know the feel. Well, I had just caught one prior to that at the 14th. I know – it's like the 14, 26 minute. I've watched it a thousand times. I know everything <laughs> on that, on that last That's 15 so minutes, awesome. but I caught that one and I said, it's over two and it weighed, it went to two, two and then fell to two, one. And then oh, the wow. next one I caught, I said, well, this one's two pounds. If the last one was two, one, because they were identical. And, uh, it was, it was two pounds. Jeez. So, you know. Unbelievable. Red Crest man. champion. And, Red and Crest champ, baby. Things to come with it, dude. It's, it's been an, it's been an awesome ride, and um, like I said, I, I'm here at Heavy Hitters this week, 
and um, had a fairly decent practice. I mean, we've had wind like unbelievable, oh, I've been just seeing like everybody post. else. Yeah, they canceled T, They canceled Texoma. I mean, yep. tournaments just you know tough times right now. But um, it's crazy. And it was Northwest. Now it's out of the South. But just had a good day yesterday. Fished fairly clean. Um, and looking forward to tomorrow, you know, it's just, it's fishing to me. And that's what I love to do. I love getting in my Toyota truck and hooking up my Phoenix Yamaha and just going wherever I can get and, and put my boat in water and try in the very beginning of that week of Redcrest, some of the interviews, some of the interviews were, um, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I said in them that once you start putting the pieces of the puzzle together and then the puzzle all of a sudden becomes complete. It makes it the funnest game in the world to mm-hmm. me, but it is a true maze until you get to there because you don't know a- where you're at half the time or what the water level's doing or what the fish are doing. It's unbelievable, and I I finally put the pieces of the puzzle together in the third round of the Red Crest there in Tulsa this year. In the last hour and a half, I put the puzzle together, and now it was it was uh, you know just see how long we can keep it together. That that's awesome. Man. And fished flawless, man. I did in that last hour and a half. I fished. I had five bites and caught all five of them, and and it was a difference maker. And and you know what you just said there is something I, I love hearing from guys that are very successful in this sport like you is that it is a maze. It is a maze. It, it is the most. Right. It's the easiest sport in the world, except for when it's not. <laughs> More times. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when it's when yep. it's clicking, it's just like, well, this. Yeah. Why can't I do this every day? This, you yeah, know what you I mean? Throw backwards, throw behind yes. you without a hook, and still get a five pounder that sucks it in through the fields, <laughs> and he doesn't. He comes off when you got no hooks on the bait. I've seen that. I've done it before. Yes, I tried to shake off one, and it was like a five and a half pounder, and he he sucked my weight in through his gills, yep. and the weight did a flip inside his gills. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! Yep. I don't even have a hook. Yeah, I was practicing for so, an FLW one time throwing a, a, a fluke, you know, soft plastic jerk bait with my, I had my hook point cut, but where it could still <laughs> hold the bait, right? And was catching three and four pounders with no hook. And, I'm go, and then you lose the first how. three in, practice, in, the, in the tournament. And in you tournament, know. you yeah. missed the first of three course. with a sharp hook. Of course, of course, you know, yeah. you can't, can't. I, I know the, I know. <laughs> you know the drill. I was, uh, where were we at last? Oh, it was uh, Smith Lake and I was boat flipping, um, decent two and a half pound spotted bass on that Fritz side um, mm-hmm. in practice. No problem. The first two bites I get, I, I just, I go to reach down and grab them and they jump before they get to me and come off. I'm like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> I've never, I never even missed one in practice. <laughs> it's always, man. They know, they know when the cameras, turn they know, on, I'm convinced. they know. And uh, yeah, man, it's been an awesome run. It was, That's awesome. you know, kudos to major league it was our big shot to, to put on a big, a big time. That's right. And I think they delivered. I really do. Kudos to them for, for Tulsa, for the Grand Lake of Cherokees, the limo ride, the expo center, the uh, post game show with all the fans there, the jumbotrons that were everywhere. I mean, they had, you know, from the gifting suite to the, to the anglers dinner, everything, it felt like a real event, and mm-hmm. I have been missing that for a while. Yeah, I've made sure. both the Red Crest, and I am, I'm already in red, next year's Red Crest, so I can erase my points this year that have been miserable because I've already requalified, but um, <laughs> I'm, I want to make it the hard way. Like, I want to double qualify. Of and course. Get, 
and maybe get my brother in or or whoever, maybe one of my buddies. But uh, nah, you got to leave Chris out of it. Let him be jealous. Well, Chris is in <laughs> tenth right now in the points, so he doesn't have a lot of sweat, and he's having a, a great year. I think he Chris is. is finally starting to turn the corner. I'm happy to see that. But you know, Major League did a great job. They really did. It was a it was a spot on show, and um, I was so glad to be the. I've always watched the confetti and the sparks and the fireworks while the anglers hold the trophy up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, unbelievable. I had a shot at that. And to live that dream is um, something that it will be go down in the memory of mine forever. Yeah, man. And I, I have my family there with me on stage. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I, and I know, man, you, you and Chris, known you guys for a long time, and I know how excited Chris had to be in that moment, just like you were excited for him when he got that big Have you ever seen win. a big bear? Uh, <laughs> a so picture this. Picture this. Chris is big. I'm big, too, but Chris is bigger than me. Uh, tr- picture him. Picture a bear. trying a regular face, though. Not to cry. His <laughs> eyes were swelled up. His eyes were swelled up two inches. Bobby Jr. told me. He says, "Dad, what's wrong with Pinto?" I said, "His his emotions are so inside. He can't wait." And when he came over to me, he exploded and it released Man, it all. But it awesome. was nobody wanted to get near him because he looked scary. He was trying to hold those <laughs> those tears in, but um, they were. They everything was tears of joy, man. There was no tears of sorrow at all. And for, sure. for us, my dad, to know that his son has two world, major world champions. I mean, what a statement! What a Christmas, family. right? What a Christmas! Oh, just in everything. Yeah. Just what in everything. Just yeah. the whole world. Everything. Listen, you guys are missing a real opportunity if you don't put the classic trophy and the Red Crest trophy just right there next to the turkey every Thanksgiving. You guys are you guys are missing out. I'm giving you ideas here, Bobby. I'm giving you ideas. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do something special with them. I'm, I don't think. And you know your knowledge, you know history pretty well in fishing. Is there a band of brothers that have ever? Won I don't think so. Major championship. I don't think so. I don't. You know think the so. the. The world champ, the the world championship was good, but that was set up just for TV and right, it wasn't right. live and it wasn't a big expo. It was still a phenomenal win, and I love hearing my name. Be, I love when they call my name in the mornings to hear that title. But this is the one that I've been dreaming That's of. That's right. I mean, this is the real deal. Well, and, and you know, you said Major League Fishing. They pulled it off. They had the expo, and I, I said that last week, man. It could not have worked out any better for for you guys as an organization i thought it went very well the tournament was awesome but man something that people have been critical and, and myself included is that fan interaction right you guys don't have weigh-in so it's like how do you but dude for this to play out like it did when they were showing those fans in that expo and it's going back and forth and you're weighing the fish there in the last moment and everybody's waiting on baited bread dude how cool of a moment like when i went i had to watch it like twice I'm like this is this is this is cool. This it was yeah. the format, and that's always where the format excels for me from a viewer standpoint is in those final moments, you know, especially when it's clutch, whether it's a cut <laughs> or you know what I mean. Like that's when you're like, holy crap, will somebody do it? And and you guys are always like, okay, is it official? Is it official? <laughs> because yeah, somebody yeah. can get and away. Normally, entered, we've seen know? it where there's big. We've seen it where there's big blowaways. You For know? sure. You already know the winner, so you just turn it off 20 minutes prior because nobody can catch catch a 30 pound stringer in in five minutes left. I mean, when you're yep. on a when you're on a different body of water or something like that. So yes, you you hit it on the head, and I'll emphasize you could have not written written the script 
any better for the way that it all went down. You're 100% right. The fan activation that was there after mm-hmm. the event, the limo ride when I got out <laughs> Tell of me that, about I that. felt like a rock star staring <laughs> at the paparazzi. I mean, come on, dude. It doesn't get no better. So was it in the limo ride, was it just you or was it all, all like you and some other anglers? Or nope. did they give so they you your two, own? Yep, they had two limos, a black one and a white one. They had me sitting by the door, which now I know why. Uh, Jacob Wheeler. Dustin Connell, Luke Clawson, and Andy Montgomery. They had the top five in my limo. And when we rolled up to there, they opened that door, and I came out of there, and I was like, oh, my (laughs) goodness. Here we go. (laughs) Let's get it on, man. I was just – all I wanted was to hold that trophy over my head. I couldn't get to that thing fast enough. You know, I got to see it. But I was knowing that it's mine, and I got to hoist it over my head and – feel the confetti coming down. It was stuck in my mouth and my, I mean, it was, <laughs> finally, 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 I, I didn't confetti. have to watch it from the sideline. That was the coolest thing. That's, that is, uh, I don't know, man, it gives me chills hearing you say that. Cause I've been knowing you a long time. I've kept up with your career for a long time. You've been one of the best in the business for a years and years and years and years and years. And, uh, nobody's more deserving of that. Uh, you know, that big win, that confetti well, more than you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? I think it actually gives. So think about it. I'm 48 this or last month. I'm getting up there a little bit. And what this does is it, it, number one, it was huge that the, the forward facing sonar didn't win a tournament. Yes. Um, I think it brought old school back into it a little bit, but it gives all the, all the guys in the, in the 40 to 60 year old range are going, dude, it's on. Like, like that's I've one got for a us. Glimmer of hope now. You know, yeah. we've been given the and it and of course the young kids don't need the the extra boost because they wake up with the boost, but that's it gives right. me an extra boost. I can still do it. I can still beat the, the best guys in the world. And they if you gotta admit, and I'm not tooting a horn, but that was the most Top, top 10, 10 yeah. that I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes, it was. There was trouble around every corner. There's no doubt about that. You couldn't have named off one guy that I said did not have a shot to win. I mean, Jordan Lee back to back, Jacob Wheeler, Michael Neal, the hottest guy in fishing. For sure. Jacob Wheeler ain't missed a top 10 all year. Dustin Connell won last year. Yep. And just came off a win at Smith. Evers, home field advantage. And uh, Zach Birch, home field advantage. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better top 10. Brian Thrift, the guy catches them absolute everywhere we go. And, dude, I'm not, I swear I'm not tooting my horn, but it was one that, uh, it was just so cool to have that happen. It was for the record books, man. Like, it was was an incredible top 10. Now, I will say this. I got to throw a shot at Thrifty just because he's my buddy, and I can't. He didn't catch him yesterday at Palestine. I'm just saying. I'm yep, just saying. Right. <laughs> you never count that man out. No, you can't. You can't at all. All right, well, t- talk to me real quick. I won't keep you a lot longer, but so this heavy hitters format, I- I've said it's one of the coolest events that, that the Bass Pro Tour has um, because of the emphasis on just that one one bite, man. It's it's so cool to keep up with, all the money that's given out. But talk about the format because this week, so how many guys go on to fish the uh, the, the second round, the knockout round? Okay, so starting yesterday was when the event, the event began. Mm-hmm. We fished 16 yesterday. Mm-hmm. There's 16 on the water today, Group A, Group B. I'm in Group A. I will be back on the water with 16 more, with the 16 same guys tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You have to be in the top eight 
of A and B group. Mm -hmm. So I've got to finish eighth or better, and group B has to finish eighth or better to advance to the knockout round. Okay. Where they will, uh, first of all, they will pay $25,000 yes. to group a, uh, group a and B, whoever caught the biggest bass. So now we'll advance to the knockout round, which will be on Tuesday. They will pay $50,000 to the biggest bass caught in the knockout round. Um, and then they will take uh, 16 advance. They will take eight to the championship, I believe. Um, and then you go to the championship with a shot to win $100,000 if you catch the big bass and $100,000 to win the tournament. So you're talking some heavy, heavy hitters, heavy money, man. And just to be here, you get paid to show up. It is a... It is a uh, honor to be at this one. I was the last guy to get in. I caught a 5-5 at St. Clair last year, and it got me in by three ounces. Wow. So I'm, wow. uh, I'm just fortunate to be here. And, uh, and Big Fish Bobby Lane hitter. is supposed to be at heavy hitters. Let's just be honest. Well, Big I, Fish Bobby. Here's what's sad. <laughs> I ain't even caught one this year over five pounds. So I'm, I got my work cut out for me this year to get into next year's heavy hitters. And after being here at Palestine, um, you know, and seeing what a real heavy hitters is like, because I was not at last year's. My brother was there, um, but I would – I really want to catch some big ones and try to figure out a way to get myself back in it. Cause this is a, you know, besides a, a red crest, which there's no comparison to red crest. It's the super bowl of all major league fishing tournaments. Um, but this heavy hitters is a, is a killer, man. It's a very cool format. And, and I just want to leave you with this, Bob, you got a chance. If you make the final day, I don't know if you've done the math, uh, but you're going to owe a lot of taxes. <laughs> <laughs> if you if well, you can I'm pull off big bass in the wind, I mean, we're talking a half million dollars in about three weeks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, what what would be wrong with that? Absolutely nothing. Nothing, nothing is wrong with that, and I would uh, love that opportunity. I've already sent uh, Uncle Sam a a nice healthy check. <laughs> yes, I would not. I do not mind sending him more. And uh, it's uh, it's it's been an awesome few weeks and. Just to have a good day yesterday to get my feet back on the ground to yes. fish again, like that's what I needed to do. I was, it's been a week and a half, two weeks since Redcrest, and I didn't get, I fished a little bit at home, but not much. And um, I'm like, man, I need to get back out on that water and, and get casting. Like, you know, that one's over and it will be in the memory book forever, but we got to focus on what's in front of us. And, uh, you know, I had a good day yesterday, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm uh, got my tackle done early. I'm ready to go back out there again tomorrow. But um, I want to say thanks for having me on the hey, podcast. Man, thank dude. you for this taking awesome. time. Yeah, don't want to don't want to be this the last one for sure. I look forward Absolutely. to doing this again any any time you want. Maybe you can get me and my brother on there. Hey, that'd be a good that'd be a good time. That the Lane brothers uh, double trouble. I like it. Double trouble. That could be the name of it. I like it. <laughs> All right, Bobby, you have a uh, great day tomorrow and wish you the best of luck the rest of the week, man. Thank you guys for listening and thanks for uh, tuning in. All right. Thank you, Bob. See you, man. See you guys. Bobby Lane right there, Red Crest champ. And, uh, you know, just typical, uh, I know a lot of you guys listen and gals out there listen on podcast platforms but for those of you on youtube i apologize because uh my video 
stopped working about halfway through, so no uh, shocker. No shocker there. Glitches abound in the low-budget live bar and grill today. Uh, so thanks to Bobby for coming on. I want to say thanks to the sponsors of the show. Didn't get to open, open it a little different this week. A little different show, chaos all over the place. We've got to thank the folks from StarTron, one of Bob's big sponsors there, StarTron, Star Bright. And so many of y'all reached out to me about the old StarTron shaker himself being on Bassmaster Live with this awesome commercial that my buddy uh, Tanner Lyons filmed. We shot it here at the house at the LBL, LBL Bar and Grill. Had my piece of junk side-by-side UTV that I keep going with StarTron. Uh, keep ethanol from coming up the works in it, kicking ethanol in the teeth. But we filmed it all right here. It's, it's awesome. So many of y'all tagged me up and uh, sent that to me this weekend. So very cool. I'm honored to be a part of that ad program with uh, with the folks from StarTron. So we appreciate them supporting Low Budget Live for many, many years now. StarTron, kicking ethanol in the teeth. <laughs> you know what it is. You know what it is. Moving on. The fine folks at Baitworks. Bait-Works, I see y'all using that code, Duncan-10. They've got that go juice, that uh, bait fuel you see everybody talking about. They got them fritz sides you heard Bobby Lane talking about, one of the best crankbaits, honestly, straight out of the pack I think I've ever thrown. It's it's crazy. Uh, But they've got a lot of things in stock. I have so many of y'all reaching out to me talking about how quick their shipping is. It is impressive. Bait-Works.com, Duncan-10. Use that code. Let them know you are a low lifer. I appreciate each and every one of you. Pro Guide Batteries got them new lithiums that are oh so nice, oh so light, and really, 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 really supercharged. Supercharged. Stand on that Garmin trail motor all day long with those Pro Guide Batteries. You can use code LBL10 to show them you're a low lifer. Y'all are tagging me in those two, and I appreciate ya. Last but certainly not least, hang the banner right here behind me, and you're not going to get to see it today if you're watching on YouTube because my camera is trash today. Express Boats, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Express Boats got that Bassmaster Classic champion, and I'm going to check right now to see if they've got an Elite Series champion, the same guy. Once again, I'm recording this on Sunday. Yes, they do. Classic champ captures win on Chick Wamagua. So, yeah, give it up for the old aluminum boat crew. Once again, kicking ass and taking names. Jason Christie winning another one in that old X21 with that Yamaha show with them power poles with that sea deck. Express boats, building excitement since 1966. All right, a couple more things of fitness, and then we're going to. You know, we're going up and skedaddle because, like I said, I got lots of uh, lots of things going on. And this has just been, I'm going to be honest with you, kind of a uh, kind of a shit show this week, more than normal. Uh, Bobby mentioned this weather and, and the guys at Chick just dealt with this. This weather, man, it's this has been and I feel like an old man sitting at a gas station. You know how they all, always sit around and talk about weather and uh this it's the craziest weather pattern year I think I, I can remember in all my years of fishing and keeping up with fishing. And we just saw freaking uh, we just saw Santee Cooper get get just one day in in the Toyota series. They cancel it, end up freaking having the uh having a one day event 
They cancel days two and three. Hand Mr. Brian Cook the trophy there. Congrats to Brian on that. And then you go out to old Texoma out there in Oklahoma. Huge wind, huge waves. And they cancel days one and two. Decide to have a, a shootout in PFL style. Trendsetters at MPFL, these one-day tournaments are becoming the norm, guys. They're becoming the norm because of our crazy weather. Uh, but Rick Harris, oh, Captain Rick, catches a lot of giant bass down there in Texas and all over the country. Rick got him a dub there at the Toyota Series. And old buddy, old buddy Jeff Reynolds was in that top five. And old buddy Fat Todd Castledown was in the top five of that one as well. So I want to say huge congrats to those guys. And I mean, it was 33 degrees this morning at my house. It's like 75 now this afternoon. It's, it's insane how this spring has gone weather-wise. Like, it's really uh, it's really something. Just kind of mind-boggling, to say the least. Uh, hopefully, we're headed into some, some better weather patterns. But that chick event, man, I, I think that this is, this is a statement that uh, I'll catch some grief over probably from some people, but... And this is where I live. I'm, I'm a Tennessee River guy. Our lakes are overrated. <laughs> they're overfished and they're overrated. Chickamauga is one of the most overrated fisheries ever, 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 period, exclamation point, ever, 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 ever. Just because some guys catch some 10-pounders every now and then. It's so overrated. It is so overfished now. We have... 3,000-boat high school tournaments on it every other week, college tournaments, uh, the big CBA trail over there. And, and it takes some weight, but, dude, it is just not that good of a fishery. Um, and none of them are under this kind of pressure. We've seen the same thing with Pickwick. We've seen the same thing with Gunnersville. But people have a fascination with the Tennessee River. Man, it's just most of the time when you're catching those big bags, you're not getting a lot of bites. You're just not. And uh, I think it's, it's a lot to do with fishing pressure. Now, look. People are going to want to come from all over the country when it looks like you can catch 16-pounders on an Alabama rig, right? And I, and I get that. But, man, this week showed it kind of gets a little grimy at the old chick at times. And and uh, we saw it in the fall when Bass was there. Like, it's it's not always just 10-pounders glory. Now, they did catch some bigs this week. But it, it's certainly not just – it doesn't live up to the hype more times than not. And I think all of our lakes are getting that way. Gunnersville's that way certainly at times. Pickwick definitely getting that way. It's sad to see. You know, we've got a lot of grass disappearing on Pickwick and uh, not the numbers of just six-plus pound fish that we've seen in the last, you know, six to eight years. Certainly not seeing those as many, uh, as much now as as we were. So, uh, I don't know. I had that thought all weekend. Like, chick's overrated. It's overrated. It's April. Now, look, they got dealt a terrible hand with weather. But overall, like, it was just a grinder, grimy, just like, ugh. I mean, I watched Bass Live this morning forever waiting on somebody to catch one. Like, it's it's brutal. It is brutal over there right now. But congrats to Jason Christie on that right there. And uh, real quick, I want to say thanks to the KBN Kayak Bass Nation boys, uh, Ryan and Jeff, for having me on this week. Had a great time on the podcast. And uh, got to uh, got to hang on there. I, I got to do a uh, stray cast the other day, or or uh, the bass buzz. So if you want to hear any of those interviews, go check those guys out. Really uh, good folks, um, to say the least, doing good things. 
and uh, in a little different format than what I do. So got to do some interviews, uh, you know, two weeks in a row. So if you like what I do on here, maybe you want to hear somebody else throw questions at me, go check those out. Uh, I think Pat put the Bass Buzz podcast up on uh, on his podcast platforms. It was on Instagram. Uh, no longer on Instagram, but you can listen to the audio version. And then the KBN boys, go check that out as well. We had some uh, some good conversation with those guys. All right, I'm going to take you out with Biloxi Blues. Sorry for the uh, the short show and all the insanity, but uh, probably get into some more of the uh, drama uh, next week when we uh, when we get d- dialed in. Be sure to hug your mama. Hope all y'all have a good week, and I will see y'all next time. From Jackson Town to Tupelo, I never could make it last. Spanish boss or Civil War ghost Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine It don't matter, east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens at rest This highway It does not know my name And I don't care, no, I don't care And I got three good tires and a spare Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to get there